0: is Diving In with Josh. It is the Pro Wrestling Podcast. Not about wrestling, but about pro wrestling fans. And of course, as you can hear, a bit of an updated sound for Diving In. A, bit of a new approach, I guess you would say, from Diving In um, as we head into a episode after a week's break. I took the week off last week of Diving In to uh, just... You know, just take a little bit of a breather with some things. Everything is fine, don't worry. Just take a little bit of a break. And this show was just the unfortunate break that I had to take. But it's only a week. We are back here on Diving In With Josh. Um, This week is going to be a little bit different. Usually I have a guest every week and we focus on a topic. But, you know, I had not a guest in mind for this week, to be honest. But I wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, it is a, a different kind of time for me at the moment. Next week, um, without going into details of spoiling what will be happening, but next week is actually my year one birthday, I guess you would say, in podcasting. So it's a fairly sentimental week for me, for me next week. So I'll be doing some stuff. It's the... Uh, one Year Birthday of Wrestling Reverb, of course, one of my other shows here um, that I do. As you know, I've, I've recently, since, um, since the last episode of Diving In, I've actually taken on a third venture, a third chapter, a third book, a third whatever, a third show um, with the lovely Dits on Wrestling. You can go to my Twitter for all the information on that. But I'm feeling a little different today for diving in. So instead of a guest, I've got this this episode planned out into two kind of parts. Um, later on in the episode, I'm going to be answering some questions that I took uh, took from you guys on Twitter. It's going to be a little bit about wrestling, a little bit about life, and a little bit about everything else. So that's kind of cool. So, of course, this is the Pro Wrestling podcast not about wrestling, but we'll be talking some wrestling later, which is fine as I kind of take a little bit of a different step with this show. This is just going to, um, the the outlook of diving in will, will still be very similar. it will be lots of pro wrestling guests talking about other interests, but if we venture into some wrestling on here, then so be it. But I'm also, have got some plans to have some guests that maybe um, aren't like as a as in tune with pro wrestling and just talk about some other things that I'm interested in. Basically, what diving in is just going to become is uh, just the other podcast that I have in terms of not with lack of attention, more so just whatever I feel like kind of having on or whoever I feel like having on is is that's what I'm going to do. It's just going to be an extension of me and my interests and my... Um, curiosity, and and everything else. That's what Diving In is becoming. So, it's still the Pro Wrestling Podcast, not about wrestling, but instead about pro wrestling fans, and we're going to have some other different things coming up on Diving In. So, don't stress the the actual base and the actual core of Diving In is not changing, just expanding into some other things, but of course, I did mention that this episode will be split up into two um, kind of like segments, I guess you would say, and um, like I said, Q&A is going to come later in the episode. Um, I'm going to list off everyone's questions and, um, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But, um, what I wanted to do for this, and of course I know this podcast is not a part of Brain Buster Radio, but of course Brain Buster is a very big part of my podcasting journey. I guess you'll say is we're coming up on a year and, you know, the beginning of Brain Buster Radio... I'm just going to speak for myself, but I can pretty confidently say that we didn't really know any of us any of the um people involved with Brainbuster Radio really didn't know what it was going to be what we had a you know a concept and we had an outlook, and we certainly had a vision for what we wanted it to be, but we had no idea what it is slowly forming into and What it has evolved into, and and just the love and appreciation we all have for one another. So, for this episode, you know, when um, the Brain Buster began, diving in wasn't a thing. I was just very much wrestling reverb focused. But as I've kind of evolved in podcasting in this last year, um, I've come into so many other things. So, of course, diving in and Dits versus Josh, along, of course, with uh, wrestling reverb. But when Brainbuster Radio was coming in, diving in certainly wasn't a thing. And you know, I did kind of—I always praise my 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 um the team that is Brainbuster Brainbuster Radio, the the family that is Brainbuster Radio. But you know, sixteen weeks in, we're now six in the sixteenth week as of this when I'm sitting here recording on the um on a Monday. We're gonna hear this on a Tuesday. But I'm I'm sitting here recording on the fifteenth of July. We're we're sixteen weeks deep. It's just crazy to think that we're sixteen weeks in, three and a half months, we're closer to four than three months in of Brainbuster Radio. So for the first little kind of segment of this show, I want to kind of go through everyone in Brainbuster Radio and what I think everyone's kind of shows evolved into, the relationship that I form with these people and this is my, I guess, my open love letter to Brainbuster Radio and everyone a part of it, but it's evolved. It's not, in the best way possible, it's not everything I expected to be. It's not everything that I think, I don't think any of us expected what it is becoming. We're still very much, you know, you know, bare knuckles. We're still very much at the, um, the beginning of something that I think can really be great. But, you know, the outlook of what, you know, the last time I really ran through every single show was an episode of Wrestling Reverb back in March. And honestly, I didn't know really shit from Clay, if anyone knows that term. I did not know anything about these shows too deeply. But now, 16 weeks in, I feel like I formed a bond with everyone on Brainbuster Radio. So, I'm just going to kind of give my kind of take on, on what this is. And I know the Brainbuster people will be listening to this. Um, and anyone that is a fan of any of these shows, I can see definitely why you are fans of these shows and, and the love and support that we get from people that listen uh, is still mind-blowing to me that people listen to my voice every week. It's just, it's just crazy. But yeah, this is going to kind of just be my open kind of forum to talk about these shows and, you know... Just support all these guys, and it sometimes it's easier to save and type. It's kind of my open love letter to them, and and yeah, just running through all of these shows and going through them. This is what we're going to talk about first. But, um, like I said, it is a year since I started podcasting on the twenty fifth of July, so next week. Uh, will be a very special wrestling Reverb next week. We're gonna have a little birthday party for Wrestling Reverb, and kind of look back on this first year of. I hope to be many, 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 many years in in this cool, crazy thing. And I'll talk about that next week. But this week, I'm gonna focus on the on the family and the team that is Brainbuster Radio. And why not get into it? And why not really share my thoughts on all of these shows? I already can tell each and every one of these people on Brain Buster that will listen to this is now probably going, oh shit, is this going to be great? Is this going to be bad? I'm definitely, it's definitely not going to be bad, but I can already tell I know these people well enough to go, okay, they they want to know, they want to get to their show. They want me to put them over in, and that's essentially what I'm going to do, but it's not a forced, I, I'm... It's not a thing of, oh man, I better say something nice. It's just I genuinely care about all of these wonderful, wonderful people. So of course I'm going to support them. And of course I'm going to be honest about each and every one of these shows and how I I feel about all of these because they all bring something different. And that's what I like about Brain Buster. But first and foremost... For anyone that doesn't know Brainbuster Radio, this is a wonderful episode for you guys to listen to or anyone that just listens to my stuff maybe or one of the shows on Brainbuster Radio or just even diving in. It's going to be you know, a kind of if you don't know who these guys are, I'm going to let you know who these guys are and what my opinion on each one of these shows are. So on Mondays on Brainbuster Radio, it's new. We have Unscripted with Luke and, and Wilf, and of course, they've had their own shows with Wilf having Wilfred Watches and Luke having the Omega Luke podcast, and they formed, and they have created a, a super show, if you will, in Unscripted. It's a show about wrestling, life, football, everything. It's just completely Unscripted. It is just a conversation with two people. Now, Wilf is the leader of Brainbuster Buster Radio, he's the one that had this idea, the one that come to each and every one of us and said, hey, I'm starting some crazy new adventure. Do you want to be a part of it? And of course, bless him for picking me to fill one of those spots and Reverb to fill one of those spots. Wouldn't be anything where I am right now. I wouldn't have the confidence I do without him. So of course, Wilf, um, Luke is just, what a beautiful man. Just what a wonderful, wonderful person. I've had a few conversations with Luke, not as much as I would like to. But we've had, you know, just, we very much just get along. I get along with Luke. And this show to me is just, it is in the title. It is unscripted. It is just two dudes having a conversation about whatever the fuck they want to. And I really appreciate, I love that in a podcast. I My favorite kind of podcast Is one where it's just a conversation. Even if it's a solo podcast like what I'm doing right now. um, Side note, it's been a minute since I've done anything just on my own. I've had someone to bounce off of since January. I used to do this all the time. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, I've got to fill this time with just my voice. But it's not the worst. I don't hate it. But that's a conversation for another day. But unscripted, they are two episodes, three episodes in at this point. And of course, Luke and Wilf, like I said, have had other things, had their other shows um, back when Brain Buster began. But what they've evolved into and what they've become, it's just, I feel like out of all of the shows on Brain Buster Radio, it's one that I can just, it's a perfect conversation to listen to while driving in the car. Like you can just put that on and it's just Ah, just relaxing and you just feel like you're a fly on the wall in a just a conversation between two friends. And the friendship does really shine with these two dudes and Luke and Wilf obviously are friends and, and that's just cool. It's just cool to listen to that and I like that in a podcast. So for me, on Mondays with Unscripted podcast, Luke and Wilf, keep doing you just i i just like the dynamic of it even if it's even if it's in its infancy infancy it is just really really nice to hear two friends just having a conversation about whatever and there's not too much if there is a plan with these two every week to kind of, you know, what we're going to kind of talk about um i i don't i don't hear that and that's a good thing. I like a kind of unplanned just free flowing conversation. So that's what I get on Mondays for me and they're just two wonderful dudes part of the Brainbuster Radio team. On Tuesdays we have Headlock Talk. They weren't a part of the Brainbuster family when we first began this kind of wonderful weird crazy journey, but it was like overnight they have just become they it was like if there was a missing piece of the Brainbuster Radio crew. It's headlock talk. Tanner and Steven are just really nice people. Like they're just genuinely very nice people. And I can't say enough good things about them as people. It's so weird when... You know, some people will listen to this and go... You're all the way on the, the other side of the world from these people. And yes, I've granted I've never met these people physically. But... I have feel like I've met these people in so many other ways, if if anyone understands what I mean. But Tuesday's Headlock Talk, these two just I, I was honored enough to be on their first episode of Brainbuster Radio. Of course their show's been going for quite a little while. And they just they are the missing piece of the Brainbuster crew that we never know we needed, but we are certainly well at least I'm certainly happy that they're here. Because I wish they were here from day one, but of course that's you know not everything happens the way it happens for a reason, and I just love their show. They just again, two friends having a conversation about wrestling and and that's cool, of course, that's what kind of all brought us here was wrestling and and whatever we watch, and they just really know what they're talking about, so please on Tuesdays listen to them. For anyone that hasn't. But my just... I just have fun when I listen to these two. So, um, thank you boys. Because I love you to bits. Everyone knows that I have nothing but love for everybody on Brain Buster Radio. But Wednesdays, the the Queen and Pup Connection. The superstar team that is these two shows. No particular angle with big paws on a pup. JPQ the smartest maybe the smartest man i've ever have ever come in contact with when it comes to wrestling this guy knows his shit and it's a good thing he knows what he's talking about he has fun and i have a very soft spot for women's wrestling i always have everyone kind of knows that that listens to any of my stuff they know how much i've always loved the women and the women in wrestling so jpq he focuses not always but a lot of the time, he's focusing on women's wrestling, and I ain't, there ain't no complaints for me on that. Like I said, he's a very smart dude. He's a very funny dude too. JPQ is very funny. I can banter back and forth with that dude, and I, I like that. And I I just love his show. That's on Wednesdays, of course. Also on Wednesdays is the one and only Queen of Any Queen is a, a just a sensational human being, she is a full of love, full of joy, and her show is just, she started, I I still can't believe that she started 16 weeks ago with her own show, she'd been doing some other stuff, of course, go follow Queen on Twitter, find all the stuff she does and where she is and and all that, but she started with Brain Buster, her own her own venture into podcasting, her own solo podcast. And man, oh man, she's just naturally so great at doing this. And I always look at her stuff and her show as a kind of template of what I would like to be one day because she's just very good at what she does. And just, like I said, she is just a wonderful person. And it's just, you can always have a chat with Queen. And I like that. But she just has, Queen's Court is just a... Fantastic show, run by a fantastic lady, and nothing but nice things I can say about Queen, along with all of the people in Brainbuster, but just top-notch stuff. On Thursdays, of course, it's the Badlands Pod, the Mount Rushmore. They don't, no one does it better than Mags and Paul, and they are just Mags. I have been, I can't even remember the first time I spoke to Mags. I think it was through Wilf's show. Um fights the round table back in December or January and Mags that's where we first kinda talked. I think I could be wrong. He will correct me if I'm wrong. But those two do the Mount Rushmore stuff the best, I love listening. I love listening to all of these shows. When I say that I listen to all these I shows I genuinely mean I do listen to each and every one of these shows every single week. I always do. Because I just love and support all of these people. Mags and Paula, just great. Me and Mags. I mean, man, oh man, do we get into soon. Some just, man, we shit talk each other all the fucking time. All the time. And I love that. I love that banter people can have with other people and just... Oh man, he knows what I mean when I talk about the voice and he will I know he will listen to this. Mags, Diana should not have won. You didn't even you're not even from this country and you just love to just poke at me because you know it pushes my buttons and you're very good at pushing my buttons. But Diana should not have won The Voice Australia this year. Anyone from Australia listening to this, Diana should not have won. It should have been Zeke, or it should have been Daniel. But we're not going to get into the voice right now, because I'll rant about that. But Mags, you know, regardless, their show is fantastic on Thursdays on Brain Buster Radio. I love those two. I feel like that's going to be a common theme of talking about all of these shows. But I do love these two. They're wonderful people. And again, I'm all for the banter. And I'm all for for shows that have... I, I... give it up to shows that have a concept and stitch that every single week because I cannot do that. I am just too crazy and I have too much of a short attention span to stick to a singular topic. Every- of course, their topics change, but the concept of their show stays the same. They have guests, they have everything. It's just big bless up to those two because uh, I, just I just love their show. Fridays is wrestling reverb. I ain't gonna put myself over. I'm just not gonna do it, but that's us on Fridays. You know by the listening to the sound of my voice that I'm also on Fridays on Brainbuster Radio. Saturdays, it's everything pro wrestling. Conrad is uh, he's just how do I describe Conrad? Conrad is again like JPQ, very smart, knows what he's talking about, and he he's a very hard worker. If I can take anything away from Conrad, other than just being a funny dude and a very nice person to me, always very respectful and just, he just is good to have a laugh all the time is that he's a very hard worker. He puts a lot of effort into his, into his podcast and multiple episodes he does a week apart with other projects that he takes on, but Conrad just, um, smart and and is a very hard worker. I love everything pro wrestling. I love that he has reviews and he is very committed to doing those reviews. He has a very solid group of people that watch and listen to his stuff every single week. He's very nice to all of those people and he's just a hard worker. Conrad is a very hard worker and always down for a chat which is cool because I talk to these people at this point probably more than I talk to actual human beings around me because they don't piss me off <laughs> like human beings around here piss me off. So that's good. Um, but yeah, Conrad's on Saturdays on Brainbuster Radio. And then of course on Sundays, it's Wrestle Thoughts podcast, Kurt, Callum, Jamie. Those boys are just like the perfect end to the week, the perfect relaxation, the perfect laugh. You're just in you're just one of the lads, one of the boys. I'd, I've i had Kurt on Diving In, um, and he was, he's a top-notch human being. I haven't had the opportunity to have Callum or Jamie on Diving In, but boys, you know that I want you on here, and I haven't even had the opportunity to, to at all do anything with them in terms of podcasting, which is something that is on my checklist that I need to check off, is definitely talk with these two boys, but... I love Wrestle Thoughts. They talk about absolutely everything pro wrestling world, and that's cool to see. They talk a lot about, of course, the UK scene being from the UK. and um, they talk about a lot about New Japan, WWE, Ring of Honor, whatever it may be. They kind of they know their shiz, and they're just funny dudes. I mean, they've been recording episodes, you know, weeks prior to this in a dang car. Like I couldn't be, I wouldn't be able to record an episode in the car. So, props to these boys for being able to do it. But I love the fact that they can do stuff like that and make it work. They make their situations work. And I just love them. I love, again, I love everyone on BrainBuster Radio. They all get 100% my full support and love. That's my kind of open love letter to BrainBuster Radio. It has evolved and changed in the six, 16 weeks that we've been going at this. I've evolved and changed in the sixteen weeks I've been a part of Brainbuster Radio. It's given me more confidence than any of you will ever understand in doing this because I would have never done something like diving in if it wasn't for Brainbuster Radio. So again, I understand this isn't a part of Brainbuster Radio and this isn't a this show itself isn't a part of it, but this is an extension of Wrestling Reverb. This is an extension of me. And I just felt like I didn't want to put this on Reverb. I'd like to talk about pretty much just wrestling on Wrestling Reverb and try to stick to that hour, hour and a half kind of format of just talking about wrestling. And I just wanted to get on here and and say and thank you for all of these shows and why I kind of love these shows and why I love these people behind these shows and and whatever else it may be. But that's kind of my open love letter to Brainbuster Radio again. I appreciate you so dang much. You just ah fill my heart with happiness. It is just great to be a part of this group of people. For anyone that doesn't um, listen to Brainbuster Radio at this point, if I haven't sold you, head on over to um, at Brainbuster Radio on Twitter. All the links you need are there to the to the link tree for Brainbuster. Find your favorite podcasting app. Go on Twitch with Brainbuster TV, which I'm. Happily, a big part of with all of the stuff that I do on there, but we're all kind of a part of it and 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 just see just give it everyone a chance. I'm sure you'll fall in love with maybe not all of us, but you will fall in love with one of the shows at least on Brainbuster Radio. There is something legitimately for everybody on there, but all of you guys and th- that are listening to this and all of the team that are listening to this on Brainbuster Radio. You get nothing but a big kissy face from this idiot. Ugh. Yeah. Good segue, hey? It's a good spot to end that little part of my love letter to Brainbuster Radio. And um, again, I did allude to the fact that you guys had some questions for me for this week's diving in. So, we're going to do that in just a second. I've got all the questions here from Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to go through them. There is some doozies. Again, this is... You know, a little bit of the um, new kind of take on diving in. There's going to be some wrestling questions in here. There's some non-wrestling questions. Um, So why don't we get into this? Okay, so let's get to some questions here for diving in. With Josh, I asked you guys um, in the last couple of days to send through your questions on Twitter and Instagram. I have got them all in front of me, and I have given them zero thought for the most part going into these questions. So let's start with our uh, at Dits on Wrestling, my wonderful co-host from Dits on Josh. Make sure you head over to our link tree, um, and you can probably head over to my link tree, and you'll see the link to the link tree for Dits on Josh. I think that fucking made sense, but I'm honestly not that sure. But this asked, who would be your dream guest for diving in? And he said, I know you've already had me, but for the sake of the question. Well, obviously it'd be Ditz. Oh uh, no, but head on back to the uh episode I did with Ditz. He talked a lot about his time in the Navy. Uh well his time working for the Royal Navy. Yeah, that he still does. Whatever, you get me. Head on over and it's a really cool chat, but um so, for me, a dream diving-in guest, if I'm going with the concept that I've always gone with a pro wrestling fan, Um, I guess I'd go with like a pro wrestling fan that everyone kind of knows is a massive pro wrestling fan that has a lot of stuff outside of the business that this person can talk about. I guess I'd go with Maria Menounos. Maria Menounos is like... Everyone kind of knows that she's a really, really big wrestling fan, and she knows a shit ton about wrestling, but she also has so many other adventures with um, her show on E! and all the stuff she does with After Buzz and just this whole other world, and she happens to be a massive pro wrestling fan, so I think I could have the ultimate conversation with Maria Menunis. So, Maria, you're out there. If you're listening to this... Um, please, I am I am begging you at this point. I would love to have a chat with um, Maria Menounos, so yeah, she would probably be my dream diving in guest, just for the many different avenues you could take with the conversation. Which is, I guess, what I'm trying to learn is to how to be more of an interviewer, how to be more of a host. Um, but yeah, she would be a lot of fun to chat with. So yeah, Maria Menounos. Okay, at Headlock Talk, of course, Tanner and Steven at, the, at Headlock Talk on Twitter. They are part of the Brainbuster Radio family, as you just heard. But um, they have got a real doozy for me. I'll read it out. It says, you're halfway towards the bottom of the ocean when you see the Iconics. They plead with you to save them, but you only have enough oxygen in your tank to either save them and send them up or get you back to surface. What do you do? Hmm now seen this question, and I wanted to instantly cry because everyone knows how much I love the iconics, they are iconic. Now you can't see me, but you know I just did the pose. Now what would I do here? Do I save myself or do I save the iconics? Now here's my dilemma. That's a great song by Nelly and Kelly Rowland. That was my karaoke for the episode. Here is my dilemma with this. I save the Iconics and I'm a hero, but I'm fucking dead. So I don't get that hero's applause, that hero's aha moment, you know? But they're alive and I save them. They're cherished. They're beloved. They are the Iconics. If I let them die and I live, then I've basically murdered the Iconics. So I'll be shunned. I'll be condemned. I may be murdered myself by an entire country. You just don't fucking know. Australia is a interesting place. They will come for me and they will kill me. So I guess I have to save Billy and Peyton and just die. I guess I'm going to save the Iconics here. Yeah, I'll save the Iconics. I'll be the hero that doesn't even get his hero's aha moment. But I guess it's worth it so they don't die. I will. Hey, I'll look at it this way. I will die for the Iconics. Look at that. What a gentleman I am. Thanks for that question. It really ruined my fucking day. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Okay, so uh, at ep dub show the one and only conrad asks who has the best cheeseburger in australia now to be completely honest with you i'm not a huge cheeseburger kind of guy but and i haven't honestly eaten that many cheeseburgers in the country other than like fast food like mcdonald's or whatever it may be but i'm going to stick with i am a proud South Australian. I um, Adelaide is my home city. There's a place in the city of Adelaide called Chuck Wagon. It's a very American-style cuisine. Um, it's a lot. It's very bad for you, but mm, it's delicious. They have a monstrous cheeseburger they do at Chuck Wagon, and it's just... Mwah, it's just splendid. I would say they would have the best. From what I have consumed in my life. Chuck Wagon have a much better cheeseburger than like say a McDonald's or um, Hungry Jack's, which is our version of Burger King. Yeah, I would say Chuck Wagon in the city of Adelaide. It's just anyone who lives in Adelaide or anyone who's traveling, traveling to Adelaide or anyone has an interest in Adelaide, Chuck Wagon. They have multiple kinds of other foods and desserts as well. It's It's a real treat-yourself kind of place. So, Chuck Wagon in Adelaide. Thank you, Conrad, for your question. Now, JPQ, at Big Paws in a Pup. Again, a member of the Brain Buster family. What's the optimal thread count for betting? I get my sheets from Target and my betting from Target because I save my money where I can And I'm one broke-ass bitch. So, um, whatever the cheap ones are at Target works for me. Because I have a cat who sleeps right next to me. And she warm, so she comfortable. So, yeah. That would be my answer for that. Yeah. But thanks for the question. So, cheap ones from Target, I guess, is my answer. Okay, so this is a wrestling-related question from Aaron Wright at Aaron Wright 360 a lovely Australian man that I talk to on the Twitter um, as much as I can. He said, if you were booking WWE, who would you have win the Men's and Women's Rumble next year? And subsequently, who would you have them face at Mania? So if I was putting my fantasy booking goggles on and heading towards Mania next year... Um, who would I have win the Men's Royal Rumble? I would have... I would have... I would have Daniel Bryan, not just because he's my favourite currently. I would have Daniel Bryan win the Royal Rumble and I would have him face Brock. At Mania next year as the ultimate kind of full circle comeback moment back to the very top. I know we had the WWE championship, but I mean like the ultimate babyface moment of Brian again being that guy. I think that could be cool. As much as I love him as a heel. I think it'll be fun to see Brian in that role again eventually, especially by the time Rumble rolls around. So yeah, Brian. Brian and Brock at Mania. They had their clash at Survivor Series, and I think there was a little left undone. And I think they could really kill it. So, yeah, Brian. Uh, for the ladies? um, I'll say whoever they win will fight Becky. So, I guess this person would be the one to take the championship from Becky. So, you would need someone that would need... You know, that could be that star. I would have... Shayna Baszler do it. She is a ass-kicking machine. She could use the the win of the rumble to propel her to Becky. She would be getting a lot of heat going against, up against someone like Becky. And she could be the one to beat Becky. Could be an interesting dynamic. But hey, I could be just talking out of my ass here. But fuck yeah, why not? Alright, at Wilf Amora, the one and only Wilf. He asks, do you fold your socks? Now, when I seen this fucking question, I was like, what kind of sick bitch folds their socks? Is that, like, a thing? that Do people fold their fucking socks? I put my socks, like, inside of each other, if if anyone understands what I mean. Like, I use the elastic bit, and you, like, roll them up into a ball. Isn't that what you meant to do? kind of weirdo folds their socks... Anyone that folds their socks, I'm sorry if I'm offending you, but who the fuck would do that? So, no, I don't fold my socks. The hell? Huh. Alright. The Queen of Any. Top five songs from High, the High School Musical series. Go. Alright, so I'm a, I think I've said maybe on this show or on Wrestling Reverb, or if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that I am a big High School Musical, Mark. My fucking god, I grew up with that shit. Top five songs. Let's go from number one because I can probably bring this back down further than I could go from five to one. So number one is "Just Wanna Be With You" from High School Musical three. That song is a fucking banger. It's Troy and Gabriella. It's a great and the Sharpay and Rocket Man one as well because it's fucking both good, but. For anyone that doesn't know High School Musical, you probably don't know what the hell I'm talking about right now. Nonetheless, Queen asked. Queen's going to receive this answer. Yes, just want to be with you. I want it all is number two. Um, just because duh. number three would be every day from High School Musical two. Every day is a very underrated High School Musical song. It's fantastic. Um, number four, see, this is where I'm like, oh, this song, but this song, but this song. I stick to the status quo would be number four. That has got so many elements to that song. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff in a musical. I'm not a big musical guy, but I love high school musical. Um, number five, Breaking Free. Because it's iconic. It's an iconic track from High School Musical. So they would be my five. Queen, when you listen to this, you're probably going to disagree with me tenfold. Like, you're a man, oh man. You're going to disagree with me. Let me know what your five are, Queen. Alright, get your podcast. Get your wrestling podcast, I should say. The funny, 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 funny people... Um, they i highly recommend their show they're just funny they're just really 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 funny um so what's the best wrestling what's the best wrestling attire a wrestler could wear in the ring trunks pants singlets pantaloons dress pants and a college shirt um i'm going to go with the best i'm going to go with a a skirt or a kilt, because it's very flowy, and you get a lot of room to manu- maneuver and hit your best wrestling moves. So a skirt or a kilt, whatever the kind of you're feeling on the day, both very fucking similar anyway. But a skirt or a kilt, just, it, it, it allows a lot of things to move. And I don't mean genitals, but, well, I guess that too, but, you know, it allows you to perform your best... Within the 20 by 20 ring. You feel me? So a skirt or a kilt? Alright, this one made me laugh more than it should have been. At AJ Aden James, Q U 1. It is none other than he has asked a nice would you rather, Tony Abbott or Tony Khan. Now, for anyone listening to this that isn't from Australia, Tony Abbott is a former Prime Minister of Australia. And I'm not going to get into politics, but. I'm just going to say 100,000% Tony Khan. Because A-dub. And he wears nice glasses. So yeah, Tony, you get my vote. Alright. At Aussie Lucian, what's your dream holiday destination? How long would you stay there? What activities and sightseeing would you do? I have always said... That my dream holiday destination is Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Canada itself is just so fascinating to me. When you ask how long I would stay there, I would stay there for as long as I fucking could. And what would I be doing? Anything the Canadians want me to do. I'm just very fascinated by Canada and Canadians and just, they're all so polite. And they're all very talented people, at least the ones I know. I don't know. I know a couple of actual Canadians, but uh the ones that I see on television and the ones in the public eye. Um but yeah, Canada. Canada, Toronto is like my dream city. I'd like to live in Toronto one day. But yeah. Um that would be mine. Uh next we have At King of the 699. We have got he says what's your thoughts on Shinsuke Nakamura becoming the IC champion? Now, I'm not going to give a very long-winded answer on this, because I love it. I think Shin's great. I think he's very underutilized. I'm sorry for Finn and his reign that he had as IC champion, but seems they've got something else in the works, and it gives maybe something for Shin and Finn both to do for a little while, and I'm very much glad for Shinsuke Nakamura, because he has been way too underutilized within the company, and I'm glad he's... Getting an opportunity to do something. We'll see where it leads. But I'm happy. I'm happy for him. Um, at rings at underscore ringside rant. Is Cody really telling the truth about the fact that you can't counter-program AEW? Well, on a technical scale, no. Because anything can counter-program anything. Really. It's just got to be on at the same time. And it's got to match the style of kind of content I guess you're doing. So, is he telling the truth? In short, no. But, I guess what everyone's kind of probably thinking is, I still agree. I I, I mean, anything can counter-program anything. AEW have been... This is This is what I... I guess if there's anything negative to take away from this whole situation, because I just think it's been a blast for the business. It's been good. And it's finally something else for people to watch that maybe aren't watching wrestling anymore that can finally come back and watch. 100% great. What I don't like is that WWE weren't the first to say anything about AEW. AEW did something first to WWE. And it's fine when AEW come out and say this stuff. But when WWE come and do it, it's terrible and it looks bad and it's bullying and it's whatever like AEW have taken a lot more shots at WWE than WWE have taken at AEW and because people are so negatively tuned to WWE um it's like AEW can do no fucking wrong i watched fight for the fallen i didn't think it was amazing everyone was claiming like oh my god it's god gifts to pay per view the first three matches I thought were top-notch, really, really good. The show kind of fell off for me. I didn't think the main event was all that great. I didn't think anything was bad, and I'm not shitting on it at all. I still had fun watching it. It was an okay show. But in the contrast, it was like people watching Extreme Rules, and no matter f- how many people are like, this is a great show, people are like, here we fucking go. I'm not happy with this. This sucked. This sucked. It's too long. When actually you look at the the length of each show i think extreme rules only ran about 20 minutes longer than fight for the fallen so you know i just don't understand that concept um i think it ran about an hour more with the pre show but but regardless um there was a lot more matches and stuff like that and wwe is a bigger scale at least in terms of reach, than AEW at this point. I'm not shitting on AEW. I love a- AEW. But, yeah, it's just... I know I kind of long-windedly answered this question, but I just... There's a negative feeling towards WWE, and some of it's granted, some of it's warranted, but AEW aren't perfect. There's a lot of things that they need to... they will work on and get better on as they kind of evolve as a wrestling company, but counter-programming is going to happen is going to happen from AEW to WWE, it's going to happen from WWE to AEW. They want to be the best. They can't just let their competition sit there and do whatever they want. So yes, you can counter program anything with anything. So no, he's not telling the truth, I guess, is what I would um is is what I would say. Um what do we got next? At illustrious G40. Best thing in your life besides wrestling. Um, the this is... This, I don't know if people can relate to this. But my two lovely animals. My two pets. My cat and my dog are the best things in my life. I love those more than I love 99% of people. I absolutely adore those two little creatures. And they bring me a lot of happiness in the fact that I have some responsibility to take some care of something that isn't myself. So my animals are the the best thing in my life. And of course, my my family, my mother, and my sister, and my brothers. Um, I love those. I love my family. But yes, my animals are just the be-all, end-all for me. I love those two little dumb little shits more than anything in the world. Um, and finally... At HPC too sweet, heel pops and chair shots. Favourite movie villain of all time. Now, I'm a big Star Wars guy. Star Wars is my fucking shit. I love Star Wars. And when I originally seen this question, I was like, ooh, Vader. I think Darth Vader. But for me, I don't for me, my favorite movie villain of all time is the Emperor. Emperor Palpatine, he is a nasty son of a bitch. I know Vader is the be-all, end-all of villains in Star Wars, but I love me the Emperor. And he just shoots fucking shit out of his hands. And you can't hate that. I just can't hate that. A lot of people are going to be like, ugh, the Emperor. The Emperor's... I like the Emperor. I always liked him. He kind of freaked me out as a kid. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, he's a bad son of a bitch. But yeah, the Emperor. And Vader is closely second because I love me some Star Wars. But yes, um, that was the questions. I want to thank everybody for sending in questions for this episode of Diving In. I want to, again, thank you for listening to this kind of new feel, new look. Diving in as we see where this show goes. I have the best thing about diving in. Is that I have free reins to just kind of let loose and kind of see where this goes. But yeah, thank you for enjoying diving in. And thank you for all the love and support of all my stuff. Continue to follow me on Twitter at JoshRobertson00. Make sure to follow my Twitch. Side note, I have got a new computer. It is shipping to me as we speak. It's in the post. It's in the mail. It's a fancy new computer that I've saved all my money for to get to make my streams look so crystal clear, perfect. The simulations on BBR TV will look just ah beautiful going forward. I have a lot of stuff planned. Make sure to stay in tune with my Twitter and my Insta and all that you know, that you need to. All the links, of course, will be posted below. Make sure to give this podcast a nice five stars. On iTunes, make sure to give a sub or a follow on whatever podcast platform you are listening to, and it would be um, kind of weird for me not to say at the end. Make sure to follow Brainbuster Radio as well, because of course I talked about those guys at the top of the program. So make sure to give Brainbuster Radio some love at Brainbuster Radio on Twitter, and yeah, keep just keep enjoying yourselves. Keep up to date with all your favorite wrestling podcasts, whatever you listen to. Make sure you give them all a big thumbs up, a big support because I know from at least the people that I talk to within, you know, even outside of Brainbuster, is that we all love what we do and we wouldn't do this if we weren't having fun. And that's what I like to do. So I am going to sign off here on this edition of Diving In with Josh. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Peace out. Oh.